This audio is brought to you by muslimcentral.com. Alhamdulillah, nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nastaghfiruhu wa na'udhu billahi min shururi anfusina wa min sayyiati a'malina. Man yahdihillahu fala mudilla lah wa man yudlil fala hadiya lah. Wa ashhadu an la ilaha illa Allah wahdahu la sharika lah. Wa ashhadu anna Muhammadan 'abduhu wa rasuluhu sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi. ومن سار على نهجه إلى يوم الدين عباد الله اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة في هذا الدين بدعة as to what follows, my brothers and sisters, this is our third virtual khutbah coming to you live from the Australian International Academy to you all. And before I begin, I just want to remind you, this is not a real khutbah, so please do not follow me as if it is a Jum'ah. Pray your normal four rak'ah dhuhr and do not consider this as your normal Jum'ah because we are not together in a masjid or in a jama'ah. Today, insha'Allah, we'll be talking about the topic do not despair. Do not despair. La tahzan. This year, there was a lunar eclipse. It was in May. All of us witnessed it. And the Prophet ﷺ made strong reference to the eclipse. Although it's a natural occurrence, he did say that it is a sign from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to the people of earth. It is both beautiful and frightening. And the Prophet ﷺ told us that it is a sunnah to pray to Allah long and to make dua and to turn to him until the eclipse is gone. Subhanallah, just like the eclipse only lasts temporarily, it gets covered until it becomes dark and then it goes away. This is also the example of all hardships in life. This is the example of the coronavirus and anything that is like it. It will temp it is only temporary and it will insha'Allah vanish and go. What do we do in this time? Well, what I want to first of all in the first khutbah advise you to do is to do exactly that. Pray more often and make dua more often. Go into sujood and talk to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in the Quran, وَإِذَا سَأَلَكَ عِبَادِي عَنِّي فَإِنِّي قَرِيبٌ أُجِيبُ دَعْوَةَ الدَّاعِ إِذَا دَعَانِ فَلْيَسْتَجِيبُوا لِي وَلْيُؤْمِنُوا بِي لَعَلَّهُمْ يَرْشُدُونَ Which means, and when my dear servants ask you about me, I am close. I am always close. I will respond to the person who calls upon me when they call upon me and as they call upon me. Meaning Allah wants us to always call upon him, not just in the times of hardship, but also in the times of ease to connect with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala at all times. Allah says, so let them respond to me. Let them connect themselves to me in ease and in hardship and let them secure their faith in me, have trust in me secure their reliance upon me and know that nothing will happen which Allah has not written to happen. And at the end of the day, the Prophet peace be upon him did say 
how I find it intriguing, the state of the believer. For no matter what happens to him or her, they look at it as always good. If good happens to them, they are grateful and they show thankfulness to Allah and it is good for them. And if what seemingly looks bad happens to them, they are patient and persevering and that is good for them. And that is only for the believer. My brothers and sisters in Islam, good and bad is a matter of perspective. It's how you look at it. What Allah tells us to do is what he told his prophet, peace be upon him, to tell us about him. He said, Always assume well of Allah. Whether hardships come along or ease comes along, they cannot happen without the permission of Allah. So assume well of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. After all, modern science and medical modern science tells us that half of the cure to any disease is good self well-being having a positive mindset and when hardships do come upon us islam encourages us to have a positive mindset i know that it's hard but a believer as the prophet said will find it easier and to assist yourself in prayer and dua as allah said and seek help with patience and prayer it is a heavy task except on those who do connect with Allah with consciousness and faith and belief. My brothers and sisters in Islam, the Prophet peace be upon him told us, in Tirmidhi, Dua is the heart of worship itself. When you call upon Allah, you are worshiping Allah. The Prophet peace be upon him also said, also in Tirmidhi, whoever does not ask Allah, Allah will become angry with that person. Subhanallah, when you ask people for something of a favor, asking them for something personally, first of all, if they have a bit of compassion, they'll help you. But as time goes on, if you continue to ask them over and over again, even the best of us will become annoyed and will become angry at the fact that you continue to ask so much. But with Allah, it's the opposite. He says, if you don't keep asking me, I will be angry with you. It's as if you're saying, I gave up on you, O God. Remember the story of Yaqub Jacob, peace be upon him, when his son Yusuf was taken away and he was uncertain where he is, just like we are uncertain of our near future right now. It doesn't matter. What Yaqub said was this. He said, I am patient and my patience is with Allah. I'm not going to sit here complaining to you, my children and to everyone else. And I know from Allah that which you do not know. Yaqub he did not take this as necessarily a bad thing, but he assumed well of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. My brothers and sisters, just like the prophets went through hardships and they were patient and turned to Allah, we should do the same thing. The Prophet said, there isn't a dua that you ask Allah except that it is accepted. Nothing goes unaccepted by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because he promised in the Quran that he will respond to every dua you ask. However, it doesn't have to be exactly what you want. For the Prophet peace be upon him said, and this hadith is in Bukhari, in Muslim, sorry. He said, there isn't a dua that you ask for except that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will respond to it. Either he will give you exactly what you asked, or he will delay it for a good day, for a good reward in the hereafter, or he will, he will ward off another evil in its place, or he will delay it because right now is not the good time. So have your good trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala 
and he will never leave you, my dear brothers and sisters. The Prophet also said, people come to me saying, I made dua to Allah over and over again, but nothing was accepted so far. And then he said, then they give up on their dua and they leave their dua altogether. He said, even though Allah would have almost about to be responding to them or warding off an evil which they do not see. Yaqub, Jacob السلام, back to him, he said that the dua is always accepted and that is only a matter of time before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala responds to him. He never gave up and he said to his children, don't ever despair from the mercy of Allah. No one despairs from the mercy of Allah except those who deny and disbelieve in him once and for all. So my brothers and sisters, even if you are a non-Muslim, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala references to a situation in the Quran that if you call upon Allah sincerely only to him, the one true God, then Allah will also respond. So Muslims, non-Muslims, I advise you in this hard time, maybe it is time to turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. أقول قولي هذا وأستغفر الله لي ولكم فاستغفروه يا فوز المستغفرين Seek Allah's forgiveness O those who want to be triumphant and successful الحمد لله على إحسانه والشكر له على توفيقه وامتنانه والصلاة والسلام على من لا نبي من بعده وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين my brothers and sisters, now that we've talked about putting your trust in Allah, praying to Him and seeking His dua in times of hardship and ease, that is the first thing that any person should do. But now I have to talk about the second part of what relying upon Allah means. Many people around the world, Muslims in particular, can misunderstand the meaning of relying upon Allah. Some of them become either over-exaggerating and others they become too negligent and they think that relying upon Allah means that there is no cause or effect. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to prevent yourself from harm and you don't have to do anything in order to receive benefit. I'm sure that nobody in their right mind will think that if you don't work and seek then money and provision and food and shelter will come to you just by sitting and doing nothing. Nobody in their right mind will say by not getting married and uh, married, you will not have any children or having intercourse, you will not have any children. Of course, having children has its cause in one way or another. Nobody will say that if I don't drink water, my thirst will be quenched or if I don't eat, my nourishment will be healthy. Also, people who say, well, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala willed for me that I don't pray or that I'm not a good person. Nobody in their right mind will say that it is God who willed it that I'm not a good person. For this is in your hand and my hand. You can be honest or you can be a liar. No one can say God made me this way. So my brothers and sisters, relying and trusting in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala means to also respect and honor the aspects of cause and effect. In Arabic, the scholars have called it a principle of you must take heed of cause and effect. Relying on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also means 
that he is the one who created the cause and effect. The Prophet, peace be upon him, was asked about spiritual healing, ruqya, when somebody comes and recites some Quran upon a person when they're sick, or they give them some kind of medication. The Prophet asked, what do you want to know about that? And they said, does this go against Allah's will and qadr, destiny? He said, no, doing that is part of Allah's destiny and part of his qadr. It's part of relying upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And anyone who denies this has denied what the true meaning of re relying upon Allah. By saying this, my dear brothers and sisters, I am not referring to something in specific. I'm not telling you to do something in specific whether it is something relating to the coronavirus or not, I'm talking in general. Take heed of cause and effect and do what you know in your heart is right by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But just as an example, look at the flu by itself. I'm not talking about the coronavirus, just the flu, the common flu. I'm sure that a person with a good heart who has a strong flu will not go and visit their siblings or their family members who have children, for example, knowing that it's contagious, even though it's not very serious, but they still will have compassion. Wouldn't you? Same thing, my brothers and sisters, when we know there is a factual cause and effect about something, when something is contagious, then respect and honor it. And that is also part of relying on Allah and Allah will reward you for it. I thank you for listening. Allahumma ighfir lana. Allahumma arhamna. Allahumma tub alayna. Allahumma arfa'anna hadha al-waba'a. اللهم اشف مرضانا وارحم موتانا اللهم لا تدع في مقامنا هذا ذنبا إلا غفرته ولا مريضا إلا شفيته Oh Allah, we ask you in all your names and attributes to forgive our sins, to lift our state into a better state. Oh Allah, relieve us from pain and hardship. I ask Allah to not leave anyone as I am standing here today who is sick except that he has cured him or her. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to relieve you all, my brothers and sisters, and people around the world from hardship and sickness. And lastly, I make dua for a student of ours whose auntie passed away yesterday. Allahumma ighfir laha warhamha ya arhamar rahimin. Ibadallah, inna Allah ya'muru bil adli wal ihsan. Allah commands you to do justice and to do goodness. Wa ita'i dhil qurba and commands you to connect your family ties. Wa yanha anil fahshai wal munkari wal baghi. He forbids you from doing immoral, indecent, and harmful acts upon others, he admonishes and reminds you so that you may remember. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.